Good morning and welcome to the Dead 3 Coaching Podcast. I am your host, George Evian, and we are towards the tail end now of our series on what is and how to build an empowered team. And we've moved on from winning. There were the last two weeks, uh, the focus was on winning, a winning mindset, um, a competitive mindset, a growth mindset, and really kind of a winning attitude, winning effort, winning body language, winning communication, uh, winning execution, which we're going to be getting into here in a little bit. If you followed the podcast through these last uh, maybe 10 to 12 episodes, one, I appreciate it. Uh, I appreciate all the support that has been given to us at Dead 3 Coaching uh, and all of the people that are supporting it and listen to this content and have reached out to me on this series of building an empowered team. It's really been great to, uh, to receive that feedback and th those conversations and the connection uh, about how to build an empowered team and why it's important and maybe other things that I'm not, uh, haven't spoke of, haven't considered and things like that. But the, this kind of came about because I spent a fair amount of time. Uh, I have spent a fair amount of time building teams athletically, professionally, um, in, in professionally in the software world over the past 15 or so years. Um, spent a lot of time building teams in the athletic world and continue to do that to this day. And, but the word empowered continued to come around, uh, continued to be talked about in definitely in the professional world, maybe even more so in the professional world than in the athletic world. But what, and then I just started thinking, I was like, what is that? What I have a book upstairs that is making the rounds where I currently work, or at least it, it did a year or so ago. And it was, it was called empowered and it's a big thick book. It actually is here behind me somewhere on my bookshelf about what is an empowered team. Now, this is written definitely more in the software world, this particular book. Um, but I kept hearing it. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to do a, a session or a lesson or a series on what that is to me and why that is important to me and why that is important professionally, why it is important in the athletic world as well. So if whatever world you're in, athletics, professional, sales, marketing, um, you know, executives uh, that are trying to build their organization, their business lines and their companies. This the, these lessons are for you. I'm, I'm continuing to groom them and consider them and think about them and continue to uh, get a different perspective on how to do this every day with what I do. But we've moved on. So, so far we have covered this. We have covered encouragement. We have covered mindset. We have covered purpose and ownership and winning. So those are the five pillars that we've talked about so far. I encourage you to go back to those 10 lessons, those five pillars, and we move on now to the sixth pillar. So as you can tell, we are spelling out the word empowered, um, and we've gone through E-M-P-O-W. Now we are on to E um, and what that is, empowered. Um, and the next E, we started with encouragement. The next E for us is execution. And it's going to kind of coincide with and be locked in with the R of empowered with that being results. But right now we're going to talk about execution. At the end of the day, we need to have teams that encourage, have a purpose and vision, own, own their uh, the decision-making and the, exec the execution that we're about to get into, that are have a winning mindset, winning habits, routines, and rituals. And ultimately, we need to get decision-making, which is coming up in future episodes, results, which is coming up in future episodes. 
but we've got to be able to execute on these plans. We've got to own the decision-making. We've got to own the process. We've got to own our uh, the, the setbacks and um, the uh, outcomes that come our way. But we also need to execute on that game plan. The thing I really get frustrated with as I uh, work with other teams, I work with uh, athletic teams, and I talk with uh, the people that I uh, kind of run with that are in leadership positions in their organizations. We, we at some point come back to the why, the purpose, the vision, the mission, the goals, the objectives. Where are we going to be? That is so important as you navigate your team. It is so important as you set course out of the bay and out of the harbor into the, like, where are we going and why? And who is doing what and why it's important and how they contribute. But once you have that all laid out, then it's the daily execution, the daily victories, the daily objectives towards those ends. And what we're talking about today is execution. And execution involves turning those plans into action and delivering on those commitments that you laid out. So it's executing the game plan. If you're thinking athletically, but I use the phrase game plan professionally with software teams. Like what is, what is our game plan for the next 10 days? What are we trying to do? Why is it important? How do you contribute to it? And how are we executing on that and delivering on our commitments? And an empowered team in an empowered team, efficient execution, efficient execution is without question the key to achieving those goals and to move you towards that vision. The execution, not only the execution, but the efficient the efficient execution is the key to achieving those goals and that vision. And then we can get into all this sort of stuff that we've talked about in other episodes that continue to circle back of encouragement, a celebration, acknowledgement, commitment, dedicate, like all that sort of stuff. But by you have to ensure as you move forward with your team, and if you believe in these pillars and how they contribute to building an empowered team, it's also these sub-bullet points, these sub-points that are so important in building an empowered team. You just can't say execution without really thinking about efficient execution in, is a key to achieving goals. All right, let's, what is efficient? What is execution? What are the goals that we've laid out? What are the processes and systems that we have in place to achieve those goals? But on that point, we cannot, we have to ensure that our tasks, our process, our systems are so well-defined that we can meet those deadlines. We can meet and achieve those goals. And we are committed to those outcomes. And that the team can create that moment and create, here's the phrase that it comes up with what I do per, uh, for a living. Predictability. Hey, how can this team over here be so predictable, but these other ones aren't. They're efficient, efficiently executing to achieve their goals and their vision. We meet every single day. We, uh, to, on, on, on the micro, we meet every 10 days 
on what was accomplished. We recalibrate, re-strategize to make sure that our vision for six months, eight months, 12 months is clearly defined so we can create momentum and we can create a reputation for being reliable and being um, and being able to deliver and being predictable. Like all of that is important. The execution of your team, the results, the decision-making, the goals is all important. Now, how do you become predictable? How do you build a reputation for being reliable that I can count on you and your team to deliver something and execute on the game plan. So how can we do that? Here are, there are five points that we typically go through under each bullet point, each pillar that we've laid out. We're gonna try to get through two or three of these. We get through at least two. We'll try to get through three today, although that was about a 10 minute warm up on execution. But the one thing without question, if you're going to have your teams execute on vision and goals and systems and, and to get you where you're going, you got to have clear plans. You got to have a game plan that is clear in terms of why it's important, why we're doing it, who is doing what, why their role is important, and you're selling and creating the momentum, the buy-in, the accountability to a process, a system, a role, a responsibility to get us to execute on this game plan to get our win, to get a win which is pillar number five in how to build an empowered team. Developing well-defined plans and strategies for achieving those goals, executing on those systems, and moving us towards the compelling vision of why it's important. The clear plans are going to provide a roadmap for the execution, ensuring that everybody understands their roles and responsibilities. I'm working with teams now, and the, the thing I get most frustrated with, professionally, athletically, in conversations with friends that are in leadership positions, without question the thing that I get most frustrated with, when anybody takes over anything new or we have a discussion on building teams, boils down to what are you trying to what are your objectives? What are you trying to accomplish? What are your outcomes? What are your results? What is the game plan? What is the roadmap? And typically the answer I hear is from teams that are not empowered, from teams that are the Wild West without accomplishing much and without creating, you know, without high morale and without creating the momentum and the, uh, the, um, uh, the, those values that we have in, in empowered teams. We don't know what we're doing. We don't know where we are. We don't know when we're done. We don't know what our next win is. We don't know what we're celebrating. We don't know how to encourage one another because we don't know what we're doing. So let me read this again. Develop well-defined plans and strategies so you can achieve your team goals. Those clear plans are going to provide the roadmap for the execution, and that ensures by having that having clear plans, by having a roadmap, by having a vision, by having systems to achieve goals, 
you ensure that everybody will understand their roles, their responsibilities, and the value and their contribution towards those wins. But man, if you don't have a roadmap, if you don't have a plan, and if it is not a public plan, if it is not emphasized, if it is not out in front, then how can you keep people aligned on where we're going? Develop well-defined objectives and strategies that outline the direction the team is going. Right? These are the kind of the sub sub thoughts I have in my research and my thinking about what are clear plans, why are they important? But you can develop you've got to develop well-defined clear plans up front. What are we why are we doing this? Why is it important? Who is doing what? What are the roles and responsibilities? Where are we trying to get to? What are we trying to correct? I don't know. We haven't thought about that but go anyway. I can't do that. What does winning look like? How do I contribute to that? How do you want me to build this team? How are we going to win? Develop that roadmap. De- develop a plan of action so we can deliver on the commitments and hopefully within a time frame that you want. Communicate plans with absolute transparency to make sure, to ensure that everybody understands their roles and the expectations and the timelines and deliverables and the roles and responsibilities and how we can problem solve. Like all of this combines with the other five pillars and the other 25 sub bullet points under all of this to build an empowered team. I gotta know where we're going. So it's the same thing we've talked about every lesson. If you've made it this far, thank you so much. If you've listened to all these episodes, thank you so much. Please get connected with me. Go to our website, sign up for the content. But the thing that we talk about is you've got to know your current reality. You've got to paint the compelling vision. You've got to inspire to action. And all of this about having a plan. Can you imagine going into a football game or you know, an NFL football game? I put up these sheets and play cards and what's going to work and what's not. And we practice on strategy and we came up with game plans and we knew what they were going to do and how they were going to do it. And we figured out what we were going to do to combat that. And when they do this, we're going to do this. And you have this absolute game plan and everybody talks about it, man, we executed on that game plan. Or we didn't stay with the game plan or they got us out of the game plan. But it all boils down to having a, a plan, a game plan that everybody buys into, that everybody has a hand in, that everybody's a part of creating, that everybody understands their value, their role, their responsibilities, their contribution on how we can all execute that so we can win. Football, sales floor, whatever it is. This is what we're doing, why it's, we're doing it, and why it's important. Using clear plans as that roadmap for decision-making and making sure you have the right people doing the right things. And you got to review that game plan every day. That's what I'm so bent on with what I do professionally is that the first thing is, what are we doing? When do they want it? How is it organized? How are we game planning? How are we executing on that plan daily so we can adjust 
what needs to be done, the roles that people might have so we can try to hit a timeline and a budget. Like, that's it. But I feel like so many times we are not working on the plan, the game plan. There's no alignment. There's no transparency. There's no ownership. There's no roles and response. No, we've got to win. And we've got to know the plan and it's got to be an organized and, and detailed plan for today, for the next 10 days, for the next three weeks, for the next quarter. It's got to be detailed. It's got to be thought through. It's got to be transparent. The other thing that we talk about up top is the efficient execution of those plans is key to achieving those goals. The efficient process. So your systems, you cannot achieve. Listen, we've said this before, and I really like this, and I forgot where I heard it from. But at the end of the day, when these basketball teams all get ready to compete and they start their seasons off, and everybody's talking about winning their league and winning, you know, winning these games and, get, and getting to an NCAA tournament and making a Final Four, and we can do that. Like everybody's got those goals for the most part. So what's the separator? What's the difference? People can have all the same goals. What separates those elite programs is not the goal. You need to have those goals, but it's the systems in place every single day to move us towards those goals. An efficient process, an efficient, well thought out, well detailed, well understood uh, the process. You've got to streamline those processes, those workflows to eliminate any efficiencies, inefficiencies, and any roadblocks that you might have. There's a great book somewhere behind me here in this bookshelf called The Two-Second two Lean, um, Two-Second Agile, something like that. But it was about this company that was building widgets up in Bellingham, Washington, of all places that I remember. I remember that because my brother went to school in Bellingham, Washington. I'm from the state of Washington. And they were building like wood, wood parts. And it was a manufacturing plant. And they thought they were that good. They thought they had this down. They thought they were the most efficient. Um, their process for building these widgets was just the best. And, but they did bring in somebody to evaluate how they built these widgets and got them out the door and how efficient their process was. And the book starts out, it's an easy read um, uh, and it's a great read. And I've probably read the book five times because it has so many good points about how to build teams and how to build process and how to build systems. But the CEO brought in somebody to evaluate how they do it that was an expert at this. And they just evaluated over a number of days. But at the end of that evaluation and observation period, the people they brought in looked at the CEO. And keep in mind that CEO of this company thought they were going to get the best grade, best marks anybody's ever had. We are the best at this. And the company that was brought in looked at him and says, you have no idea what you're doing. Zero. And we're surprised you can even operate and get, and we're surprised that you even get the revenue and money flowing in like you do. So after he was humbled and after he thought about it and decided to give it a run, one of the things they did was they brought everybody together every day for a certain amount of time. 
And they said, you have to be able to give us every single day one way we can get two seconds better, two seconds faster, two seconds more efficient. Some of them would be two minutes. Some would be five minutes. Some would be whatever. But you had to come to the meeting with a way to get faster and more efficient with the same quality that is required. By the end of the book, completely different organization, so much so that now if you want to go observe and watch and be consulted by them on how they built that manufacturing plant out, like you have to have a certain title and be on a certain pay grade and you got to pay X amount of money, et cetera, right? But that, why do I bring that story up? Streamlining process, workflows to eliminate inefficiencies and to eliminate roadblocks and having efficient processes in place so you can execute and deliver and be predictable and build that roadmap so you are building a reputation for reliability. That's it. So the efficient, I bring that up because one, it's a great book. But two, figure out ways that you and your team can just get more efficient. To give you this example, and I don't talk too much about what I do professionally, but we just got done with a, with a big release. Every release is a big release. Every celebration is big. Um, no matter how small the uh, engagements or the initiative, right? I believe in that. So we just got done with a big release, but what we're, and it was, it was a good release. It was significantly better than the last one. But we're getting together as a group next week. And all we're going to talk about is how can we get better? What could we have done for you? What could we have done for you? What could we have done for you? What could I have done for myself? What could I have done? For, like, what could we do to get this? Two seconds better, two days better, two weeks better. How could we have created a better roadmap, a better plan, a better system, better goals? What did we miss out on? You've got to be able to have those conversations in all that you do to be able to execute and to be able to have an empowered team. Clear plans, efficient process. Clear plans, clear vision, clear roadmap, clear game plan efficient process. You have to identify and eliminate all the unnecessary steps and bottlenecks in your workflows if you're going to be efficient in your process, your systems. And always have them under the microscope, always be scrutinizing them, always be talking about them because we can always get better. But here here's the last point and it it is allowing the lines of what I just said, but continuously streamlining those processes and maximizing your resources and your time management. It's all time, it's all systems, it's all work, whatever you're in. How can we get better? How can we shared work, shared ownership, shared suffering, shared time, shared purpose? How can we really build an empowered team where it's our work, right? There was a my days of consulting, I would go consult these companies about agile software development and team building, building power teams without really knowing it at that time. That's what I was doing. And I remember sitting in a meeting room going over 
work. It was like a, a sprint. It's called a stand up get together. We talk about what we're doing. We move work around a board, all this sort of stuff. And I remember a gentleman sitting next to me that was younger in age, maybe just out of college playing. It was like, there's four days left to go. Four days left to go in the, in the work cycle, the sprint, 10 days of work. Like this, we're going to get done over 10 days. And we're like at day six. And we're talking about how the 10 days, six days have gone up to that point and how we're going to execute the remaining work for the last four days, all this sort of stuff, right? You get kind of get what I'm saying. And this gentleman was sitting a few away from me, literally at, at work on his computer playing Dungeons and Dragons. And I didn't say anything. I didn't want to be confrontational. I didn't want to call him out. I didn't want to embarrass him in front of that team and group. But we got to him and we did talk about what he was doing that day and how he was contributing to that game plan of 10 days, that plan. What are you doing? How can, what, what can you, and he said this, and I'll never forget it because I've told this story many times, but it was, I've got my work done. I'm done with my work. And he was, rightfully so. Good for him. Because I get all my work done up front, I can now play D&D for the next three to four days because my work is done. So then you get to the empowered team of ownership and the mindset shift has to be, the language change has to be, my work is done to our work. O-U-R, our work. It's not my work, it's our work. We are a team. We own everything. We are an empowered team. What you're working on is important because we're trying to reach this goal, this objective. We're trying to streamline our processes so we can execute on this roadmap, on this game plan, so we can make sure that we get this win. Like all this language, all the wording, all the values, all the standards that we have talked about over the last 10 lessons now come and bubbles up. It's all that's important. The process, the vision, the goals, our reality, uh, you know, inspiring to action, getting our 10-day win to a three-week win, and not having you think about your work, but having you think about our work. Hey, what do you need? How can I help? Hey, I'm done with this. Nobody really needs my help right now, but instead of playing d and I'm going to get started on the next bucket, the next unit of work. What can, but first I'm going to start with who needs help? Who needs support? How can I contribute to helping us reach our next win, our objectives, our goals? So all of that is really important. This, And I bring that up because of this last point I mentioned was continuous streamlining of process, maximizing the resource utilization, where people are, what they're doing, and time management. Understanding the time, understanding the urgency. When I was working at my first technical job here in St. Louis, when I got involved, when I moved from coaching athletically and being a basketball coach, and I was now in the software world, and I went to a place here in, in St. Louis and was writing code, and I was a part of a large team. 17 people was one of the most impactful things for me professionally in the software world because those 17 people, all of them, and still friends with them, many of them to this day, was just uh, you know all about getting me better. But not just me, getting everybody better. But I remember the leader of that group, 
the gentleman that came in kind of took over and tried to build it into more of an agile shop. One of the things he mentioned on his bullet points of who we are and our standards and our values essentially was creating urgency. Like we've got to move fast. We've got to ask questions quickly. Now you don't, in our world, you don't just move fast to move fast. You always have to have quality as the foundation, but we are going to create urgency, right? So this time management, this urgency, this working together, this our work versus my work, all that is so important to what we're trying to build, right? So as we kind of move off of this, and this is part one of execution, and how to build an empowered team and what it looks like, what it sounds like, what it feels like to be a part of it, how to create winning and how to change mindsets and get a championship mindset and how to have ownership and how to have purpose and vision, commitment, dedication, you know, how to make sure that we are winning and we create that mindset. And the thing that I'm interested in is how we can become more competitive, compete, daily on wins and systems and processes and game plans and deliverables and timelines. So we are developing a reputation for reliability, but everybody in the organization knows we're predictable. Hey, they say this, you can count on it. It may shift a little bit. Here's the range. Here's what you can expect. Cool. They're predictable. Over time, I can count on them because they have clear plans and efficient process and the things that we'll get into in the next episode, which I'm excited about just to give you foreshadow that maybe a teaser for you all as we get back into execution in the next episode, but we're going to be talking about timely action, collaborative coordination, and being adaptable on how to execute, how to get results, how to make decisions, how to be empathetic, right? Those are the things that are coming your way as we round out Pillars, how to build a power team. If you may, I try to to about 30 minutes. They used to be about an hour. We talk about the same thing. Please hit our website. I'm excited about these lessons on how to build an empowered team. I'm really excited because I feel like these are the items. These are the pillars. These are the, uh, the thoughts and the ideas that can change your teams, your people, your organization, your products, your customers, all of it. By starting with people, by starting with teams. I believe that. I believe it starts with people and teams. And then from there, it's organizations, it's business lines, it's products, it's customers. Like it all starts there. But how can we do it, man? We can encourage we can create mindsets. We can create a purpose and vision. We can create ownership. We can have winning attitudes, mindsets, body language, communications. And now we can make sure that we do everything we can to have our teams execute on game plans. Please stay connected with us. Please reach out to me on Instagram, on LinkedIn, on Twitter, wherever, uh, any of those social media platforms, we are there. I really appreciate all the support. Thank you.